0: And you are listening to the Tech & Tonic Podcast Where we talk and discuss all things tech We have a website at www.techand.tv That is www.techent.tv Wait, no, I'm supposed to spell it out www.techent.tv, and we have the latest tech news and even the latest reviews on our website so do visit our website we are also on social media as Tech NTV that is T-E-C-H-E-N-T-T-V across Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter so do check us out today you are joining me, Darwin and Jeevan again for episode 14 of season 2 it's been, not 14 weeks, since the end, the beginning of the year, but, you know, we are back to lockdown again.
1: Yeah, we're stuck <laughs> at home once again,
0: <laughs> So with yes, curfews. Yes, we have been working from home for a while now, it's just that um, Malaysia, if you're not from Malaysia, okay, and you're listening to this, Malaysia has been in and out of lockdown for... a a while now a few times already running to two years already (laughs) yeah and i think this is our third yes mco 3.0 right so this is our third major lockdown and they've just tightened the regulation again for some reason
1: yeah i think we're basically back to what our first one was like but at the same time we are like
0: again (laughs) Yeah, it's frustrating, but anyway, nothing much we can do about that. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about tech, and we will bring you the tech news from last week. So last week, while quite eventful, <laughs> honestly, I don't know there's much to talk about or not. Lah. Okay, But anyway, we start the week last week with Samsung Smart Monitors. They are introducing not really new monitors, it's more like new sizes to the monitors that they had last year right so these are like your smart tv dialed down into a monitor size (laughs) that's it (laughs) Uh,
1: pretty much but it also makes sense like with for us in our rooms and stuff like that and you don't really want to jump for a smart tv it makes sense uh To have the smart monitors, especially given the bigger size. Uh, What was it? 45 inches? 42 inches?
0: 43. 43 inches.
1: Yeah. So that makes so much sense for us. Yeah. So we
0: can watch Netflix and Prime Video and use it to play music or whatnot. So if you don't have a TV at home and you're looking for something to replace it, these will be quite perfect, but they are not cheap. Okay, so just just telling you, buying a TV could be cheaper (laughs) than buying a smart monitor. Anyway. Wait, no. Samsung
1: what? smart monitors have been on the cheaper end of stuff.
0: Actually, it's the, the newer ones are quite expensive.
1: <laughs> oh. I haven't yeah. seen the local pricing yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. It might make a bit more sense for you to buy a cheaper smart TV. Not the higher end ones, obviously, right? But uh, a Sony smart TV or even a Xiaomi one that we saw last week or week before was about two thousand you can get somewhere there 2000 ringgit yeah around mm. there yeah and the maximum that you can get from a Samsung smart TV is a 4k and you have to go for the bigger sizes one and those are already about 2000 plus or so and they're not even OLED panels right they are VA panels not worth it yeah <laughs> yep. unless you need to use it with your PC and stuff like that that's just my opinion Anyway, Honor is going to be launching their new products sometime soon, but they are confirmed to come with Google Play. So, yay for them. And <laughs> a Snapdragon too. Yes, a Snapdragon as well. And on that note, Xiaomi is you know now cleared of that whole allegation in the US and they are free to use Google Play as well. So, no problem there. No harm, ha- no, no foul everyone's happy yeah. and on the note of Qualcomm uh, Qualcomm launched their Snapdragon 7c platform this is for their computing platform rather than their mobile phone it's more to support Windows and this is their second yeah. generation 7c platform uh, different from what we saw last year so it's supposed to be more powerful more optimized but the more problem optimized. is yes the problem is we haven't seen any snapdragon laptops just yet so we can't really say much to be fair we don't know how the old one performed because the only one that we have experience with is a joybook it's a local manufacturer yeah and they are not even using a 7c platform they were using the what was it 835
1: uh, i think or 865
0: no not 865 i think it was an 845 is it's it one of one the of first the generation
1: ones? uh compute platforms, lah.
0: No, no, no. This was actually a mobile first um uh SOC, if I remember correctly. And I actually asked them about it and they're like, Yeah, 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 this is a mobile first SOC. But Qualcomm wasn't offering anything else other than that at the time, they say. Okay. And I asked them, what about the 7C platform? They couldn't answer me, so so we've never seen any of the seven c platforms until maybe later, okay, so yeah,
1: and it looks like Qualcomm is working with a lot of manufacturers this year too,
0: yeah, so hopefully we'll see something come come out of that. we haven't, so so we're just waiting. Ah, Apple also launched new updates for their smartphones, and they claim this one to be quite a big one as well. Uh iOS, iPad, TVOS, watch, and you know the Mac OS—they are all updated last week. So if you haven't updated your phone, I suggest you do because it does add a lot of functionalities and also there are security updates. So we always suggest that you update your phones to the latest. OS or firmware that you can get from your manufacturer especially if you're from Android BlizzCon 2021 is not happening well it is but not physically anyway so we're quite sad
1: yeah no news on Diablo 4 until next year by the looks of it
0: yeah they might suddenly come out and say oh we are going to launch Diablo 4 in 2022 wait for our announcement yay but we don't know. <laughs> we don't yeah. know until 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 they have the BlizzCon online thing because Blizzard has always been very secretive. So we don't know. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> and BlizzConline, as they
1: were calling it this year, will happen. They say early next year. So oh. <laughs> so it's not even twenty twenty one. It's not 2021. It's going to be <laughs> like this year, probably in February as
0: well. Okay. The Asus Zenfone 8. Uh, this was released in Taiwan last month, I think. And it's now in Malaysia. It packs the Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 platform. Uh, it's got a flippy camera. The, the Pro at least, right? It's got a flippy camera that the flips flip. from the back to the, to the front. Oh, the, yeah. the Zenfone 8 Flip, right? So, Flip. Yeah, we were seeing it last week at the demo, you know, when they launched it. And they can do like a full panorama with that, which is quite cool. But I don't actually know when we will use it. <laughs> but at Did the we, same
1: time, I think for Malaysia at least, it's the first Zenfone that we've seen since the Zenfone 5? <laughs> oh, wait, 5, five yes. Five, five, five,
0: yeah. 5, Yeah, we've never seen 6 and 7 because... For some reason, Asus decided that they are not bringing them in. But to be fair also, the Asus Z- Zenfone was not exactly that popular in the first place uh, in Malaysia. Yeah. Um, So we can understand why they didn't want to bring in the 6 and 7, but they decided to bring in the 8 this time. Um, We're not sure why, but we'll see.
1: We'll see. Maybe because hmm. it's finally palmable. It's
0: not like a humongous phone. But it's still... <laughs> But but still, the Zenfone 5 was not that bad. The Zenfone 6, when we saw it, was not actually that bad too. When we saw the renders, at least. We didn't get to see the product live, but they weren't that bad. I did in Computex. Yeah, and they were not that bad, right? So Yeah. Hmm. Don't know. Anyway, E3 is going to happen next week. Ah, E3. Yeah. If you don't know what E3 is... Yeah, if you don't know what E three is, E three is basically one of the world's largest gaming convention or exhibition that men has known for a while now. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's going to happen online <laughs> again. There's no, there's no physical event for E three as well. Uh, they've announced that also. I think two months or three months ago uh, that they are committed to an onla- fully online E three event and. Day by day, you're just looking at people pulling out from, you know, being present at E3. But it is still happening. It's happening next week. And it's co- making a comeback after being cancelled also last month. Uh, last year due to the yeah. pandemic, right. right? So we're quite excited because they've actually shown us some teas Not they la, per se. More like some people have shown us some trailers or some teasers of what you can expect from E3. And one of them yeah. is very exciting.
1: Oh, Sony. Sony. Yeah.
0: Sony and Gorilla. Horizon,
1: Horizon Zero... Not Zero Dawn. Horizon Forbidden West.
0: Exactly. and It's w- I've, one of I the think, most
1: beautiful games I've seen to date.
0: I think I've told a lot of people as well. A lot of my friends know this as well. Horizon Zero Dawn. The game that is a... Was it a... A a prequel to Forbidden West is one of my favorite games that I have played on the PlayStation 4. And then I bought it for the PC as well. It's one of my favorite games because it looks so, 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 so pretty. And the one that's coming out is going to be on... Exclusive on the PlayStation 5, if I'm not wrong.
1: For now, exclusive to the PlayStation 5, we don't know anything on whether it will make it to PC, we especially <laughs> after after what Microsoft did with Bethesda. I don't think that it will happen. I, for me personally, I don't think it will happen.
0: I do hope they do, though, as at least a follow-up, because Sony has been having a good track record on, on at least delivering on their promises albeit a bit later sometimes, you know. Sony titles have made it to PC. Um the Horizon Zero Dawn title made it to PC like I think a year or two after its release on PlayStation 4. Um yep. Death Stranding as well has made it to the PC platform. Even Days Gone that was exclusive on the PlayStation 4 is now on PC. Right? So I
1: I think the trend so far has been the minute they release their first DLC they'll be on PC.
0: Mm, yeah, hopefully. Uh but Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC came I think six months after its release and when it comes to the PC release, it's like six months after that anyway. Yeah. So we're not sure. We really hope they do. We really hope Gorilla would like say, Yep, yeah, we're gonna bring this to the PC platform. <laughs> I really hope so. Yeah. Cause I really suck playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PlayStation. I can't seem to finish the game. I
1: I'm pretty much the opposite though. I actually prefer the controls for Horizon on the PlayStation.
0: Yeah. That's but I think because I'm more used to the PC environment and that's why controlling third person with controller it's not really my thing <laughs> uh, and aim assist is to me quite annoying so <laughs> so I, I can't I just can't get used to it. But I do enjoy the game a lot on PlayStation still and when it was exclusive on Playstation I played it on PlayStation. When it's ported to PC I got really excited and got the PC version after that. But anyway that is E3. There is also another another one that was announced, right? Um Dying Light 2? T.
1: Yeah, teased at least. So, yeah. I think, like, I'm excited for Dying Light 2 because we actually played Dying Light and it was one of the more fun games that you can play with your friends online.
0: Yeah, to be fair, I, I think it's a lot more fun if you have friends to play it with. The game itself is also quite interesting because it combines kind of, like, parkour running with zombie apocalypse so you're trying to avoid zombies or rather if you play with your friends you're just going to kill them you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> it tends to scare you at night like literally every time uh the game goes through day and night cycle so when yeah. you come to night you will just like when we played it with our friends it was basically
0: a uh, free for all everybody for themselves yeah, because it's so frantic at night, right? Uh, but at the same time, I think that that whole day and night mechanism is actually very very interesting. Ah, talking about yep. the day and night thing, what I'm very inter- uh, what I'm very excited about is that Horizon Forbidden West, revisit that again. Ah, huh, has what looks like a weather system, like a proper nice weather system that could affect your gameplay a little bit. Because it actually looks more practical and more real now, you know, and it's very dynamic. So very, very excited. We are also very excited about E3. So.
1: Yeah, and I think this year, E3, they said that it's going to be a month of gaming. So the whole month of June is apparently not just E3, but a few other events taking place
0: back to back. Yeah, and hopefully we get free games. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 anyway last week something very big happened as well okay well very big in the sense that one brand um, stood out beside a lot of other brands for last week because it's their biggest launch sort of of the year Acer next that Acer event uh, happened last week and they launched Oh my god, a lot of products, actually. So many (laughs) products. I can't keep up. I I lost count, anyway. (laughs) But they launched something that's actually very, very interesting. And something that we've sort of seen people do, but not so ob... I I don't want to say obnoxious, okay? But not sort of really in, in your face. Because they launched something called the Aspire Vero. Is that the name? It's either Vero or Vero. But it's V-E-R-O. V-E-R-O. Yeah. So I'm just going to call it Vero. Okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So it's... If I'm not wrong, it's a notebook that is fully built with recycled plastic from the sea.
1: So w- during the press conference, they said it's fully built with uh recycled plastics or what they called PCR. Uh, yeah. But when you look into the press release mm-hmm. it says that uh it was 30% or 30% of the actual body being made of uh pcrs and then 70% of the keyboard keycaps
0: right yeah so when you say 30% we can understand that because we understand that the the recycled plastic tends to be mostly on the surfaces that you touch. Basically, the shell, the keyboard caps, and even the keyboard platform, right? That whole plate yep. could be made out of that. But the internals, you still need magnesium or even like aluminum, you know, to, to give it some integrity and also to give it some conductivity, I guess. Uh, And to carry heat better, obviously. So, you can't make those materials, uh, no, those components out of PCR. We kind of understand that. But this is not just something unique to Acer, right? Because Dell has also introduced, or at least last year, committed to saying that, yeah, we're going to produce our uh, laptops with recycled materials or, you know, with more sustainable materials. But it's not I just think, them that's doing this. You I know. think
1: Dell has started since two years ago. Mm. So they have integrated, like, reclaimed plastics, but not only reclaim from the ocean. What they've done yep. is, if you return your laptop to Dell, or if your business leases laptops from Dell, and you return it to them, they will mm-hmm. repurpose or reforge all those plastics and any recyclable material into their new laptops.
0: I don't think the word is reforge. <laughs> uh,
1: they actually reforge their uh, chipsets. So all the internals as well,
0: they've actually committed to reusing them. Yeah, but I think for plastic, it's not the word is not reforge because reforge requires you to beat on the thing. But yeah, so it's not just Dell and Acer has been doing this, like, okay? Because this and whole environmentally friendly trend i think started quite a while back okay and then it just made like it just blew up because of one manufacturer basically to me la, okay <laughs> basically coming out and say oh this is more environmentally friendly apple actually said that oh yeah we are going to not include chargers because it's more environmentally friendly. <laughs> so what we're gonna talk about is mostly what what do you think um the tech industry should do? because to be fair, like tech wastage is a huge problem, right? Our phones is kind of like one of the biggest waste that we're gonna have. like every three years you're gonna change phone every five years or so. And some of us don't recycle phones. And when we trade in our phones, sometimes those phones cannot be used and they have to be thrown away, not even repurposed, right? So what's the right way? (laughs) So for me, I think Acer did something
1: a little bit more, like they took an extra step compared to the rest of uh, the companies so far. So all the plastic, that we usually have for like the adapter, the wires, and stuff like that, they have Mm -hmm. actually replaced that in the Vero with paper bags. Right. So, when you buy a Vero, Mm -hmm. the packaging, everything is 100% recycled. Okay. So, everything (laughs) that they have, so your box, all the foam materials that is used to do your anti-shock and stuff like that, All that is recycled and on top of that you're used to getting plastic bags with wires and adapters in it and what they have done is they've replaced it with paper uh, packaging. Mm. So I think that makes more sense than saying oh we're not going to include this just because it's more environmentally
0: friendly and still maintaining plastics in your packaging. That is true and I think one of the things that you know, a lot of manufacturers or at least smartphone manufacturers have done is to really cut down on their boxes, right? Their packaging. And yeah, this coming from us because we we used to come from days where when we buy a smartphone, our box will look like, you know, a whole hardcover encyclopedia and the unboxing experience is really good. But your phone comes out like it's the size of what? your two fingers
1: your phone uh, yeah it used to be like slightly bigger than your credit card
0: yeah <laughs> and your boxes are ridiculously huge at the time and but I your think your
1: boxes will be the size of laptops e- at times yeah
0: it could be yes at times and <laughs> but the unboxing the unboxing experience for those is unmatched though it's really nice it's yeah. premium but it's really unnecessary right so I think on the packaging side, um, the mobile phone industry has gone the right way. I'm not sure why they haven't moved towards using more paper or recycled paper products because they could, they easily can, and they can still maintain that, um, you know, that rigidity. Like how I I like how when Xiaomi launched, they had this whole recycled paper boxes, right, and they still maintain. Yeah. Like the integ- integrity, even when you stand on them, because Xiaomi CEO actually did it himself. So I, I think, think uh, w- Samsung and Xiaomi still do the recycled
1: boxes, like even for their premium uh, boxes. It's yeah. made of recycled material.
0: Yeah, but there's more plastic inside too now <laughs> compared to before. Yeah, which is I I think quite nonsense.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> like, that's. That's one thing that I have a problem with tech companies. Mm. They say they're being ecologically ad- uh, aware. They're being ecologically responsible. But
0: in the end, they're still doing things halfway. Yeah. What I really like also is, you know, when Google had their Google I.O. I think two weeks ago, they announced that, oh, we're trying to be carbon-free now. By 2030, we want to be carbon-free. And they're actually investing billions into trying to be carbon free which is what I like to see from at least tech companies but not every tech company has the same mindset or has the same ability to do that right but at the same time like for us consumers I think it really 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 starts with the product itself like I actually asked if uh, Acer would actually continue to to developed on developed on this uh, environmental-friendly consciousness, kind of like Dell trying to integrate, you know, recycled plastics into their actual products on, on how they produce these products and how these products will look in the future and things like that. And it's kind of like when I asked... um, I didn't really ask them, but when I saw Adidas, you know, trying to... Uh, sell shoes that are made out of recycled plastic, and I thought, why not? You know, include this in every product moving forward, right? Because it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, especially on laptops. You do need a lot of plastics. You do need a lot of materials to make your laptops, your phones, and things like that. And these things can be recycled. Like plastics can be recycled from I, older I products.
1: Think that- That's one thing that Dell has been doing pretty well. So they didn't just say that, oh, we're going to come up with a new line of products Mm -hmm. which will help with being more environmentally conscious. Instead, they have silently been using a growing percentage of reclaimed plastics Mm -hmm. in their materials. Yeah, And this is also like their motherboard and stuff like that. They are actually using things whatever they can reclaim, they have been reclaiming and slowly integrating better uh, plastic qualities, better reclaimed materials into their products without yeah. sacrificing their quality.
0: And I think that's very, very important, right? At least because we also understand that, you know, for you to be ecologically friendly or environmentally conscious and sustainable, it's not just from you. you it, it actually goes all the way to your suppliers and your downlines, your your um, logistical lines, right? And to do all that is not easy. It's really difficult to actually try to get everybody switching to it, and it's very costly. We do understand that. But I actually felt that the technology was is there, it's available already. You just need to start tapping into it. And like what Dell does, that's to me quite amazing, but I also feel that every other manufacturer out there could also be doing the same thing and a bit more, to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Because, to be very frank, we are already doing recycling. I At least my family, we recycle every week. Mm-hmm. But the problem now is there's not much demand for those recycled materials. Yeah. And because these tech companies have the power to actually create these new products with these recycled materials, they are creating demand for something that is already there. Mm -hmm. And to be very frank, I think the more that they do it, the more people are going to recycle and the more recycling becomes a viable thing to do.
0: Yeah. And we are going to end our session with that. Okay, so if anyone from the manufacturing side listens to this, I hope you really consider designing your product, you know, with sustainable materials or rather integrate your, you know, the more sustainable ways of producing your product. Is that correct? Am I
1: right? Yep. Adopt more sustainable practices.
0: Yes, because we all can do our part. But that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us ramble about the environment we're not, we're not tree huggers, I, I swear. We are not tree huggers. <laughs> but but we do want to see more effort from the tech industry because we love the tech industry. We love seeing yeah. all new products. We get excited every time. But if there's no sustainability, we're not going to see any more of them. So obviously, we're rooting for you guys. We're rooting for Google especially because when they say that they, they're going carbon-free, I'm like, yes, that's the way. <laughs> Yeah, this is and the way the, to go environmentally friendly. And the thing is, the tech industry, unfortunately, is
1: one of the biggest contributors wasters. to environmental <laughs> waste. We are so, the
0: biggest wasters.
1: <laughs> let's Let's do our part
0: to make the environment more green and sustainable. Yes, yes. and we're going to leave with that. Right. So if you have any comments or suggestions or have any thoughts on this issue at all, do reach out to us. Do comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Do comment in the comment boxes below. And if you're on social media, do ping us, do tag us at, Tag-N, uh, at Tag-N TV across Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, even Twitter. You know, tag us whatever if you go on our website yeah. you can find our email there as well Don't just reach out to us now that is all for this week we will see you or oh, what not really see you lah we can't see you right this is a talk show so we'll talk to you again next week there's me darwin and jivan signing out. bye-bye see ya